Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Anything and Everything with Donna Lisa. I'm your host, Donna Lisa, and today I have a very special guest that I met through an industry friend. Um, she is a chef, private chef, actually comes from the hospitality, hospitality world um, at you know, restaurants on the Strip. And um, yeah, now she's a private chef, um, does a lot of private events for, for folks in their home, and she's also launching a hot sauce line or has launched one recently. Uh, welcome, Amy. How are you? Hi. I'm good. Thank you for having me here today. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Um, so I know you've been busy. You're a very, very busy person. You've been busy during the shutdown, uh, even before the shutdown, because of course, you know, special events, restaurant events were super busy and you were at, you were working at a restaurant on the strip at a hotel, correct? Correct. Uh, before the shutdown, I was at an independently owned restaurant inside of a casino, and um, I was actually traveling with the company the day before we shut down. I actually arrived back in Vegas, I think, 24 hours before the shutdown happened here, um, and I was in L.A., so the shutdown was in full force there. Um, and then when I got back, it was like, hey, by the way, we're also shutting down. Um, so quite wow. the experience. <laughs> so you were traveling with the restaurant group or was this just a, like something else on the side before you came back during the shutdown? Yes, I was traveling. I was traveling with the restaurant group. Um, I had gone out to our L.A. restaurant to kind of help them um, through a transition period. They had some management that were either on vacation or out of the office at the same time as um, one of the managers had left the company. So there was just this gap in management. So I just went out there to help fill in for what was supposed to be about a week and a half. It ended up being about three weeks um, just due to additional COVID stuff. So yeah. So now, were they at the time when you were in LA, because they obviously were a little more shut down than we were, were the restrictions really, I mean, were they pretty strict at that time or, because it was at the very beginning of COVID, It was, right? it was at the very beginning of COVID, really nobody kind of knew what was going on. You know, I'm out there with a brand new staff and I'm trying to teach them, you know, we have to put on gloves every day, all day, all the servers, everybody. Um the restaurant itself was kind of slow. There wasn't as many guests coming in. So it was kind of weird, but in a sense, it kind of prepared me for what was about to happen once I got back to Vegas. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Um, and so how long were you guys working, continuing to work during the shutdown? Because I know some restaurants were still working. They just weren't officially open for dining, you know, indoor dining, right? Correct. So because we're in a casino, there wasn't the ability for us to do takeout. Um, some of our other freestanding locations, our Miami location there was doing takeout only. Um, we weren't allowed to do that simply because of the rules around the casino. Um, but we worked the entire time through the shutdown. Um, the team that stayed on, we had some of the managers that were let go at the beginning, um, just due to cutting costs, there wasn't payroll to keep everybody. We were doing menu rollouts. We were doing scheduling. We were um, 
setting up testing for employees when we came back. We were rewriting employee handbooks, all of like the behind the scenes stuff that a lot of restaurants don't really get the opportunity to do once they open. Um, we used that time as kind of an opportunity to kind of revamp what we were doing. And that was something that was rolled out to the rest of our restaurants once they reopened. Wow. That's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. And to do that when you're still kind of shut down. Um, awesome. Well, I mean, I'm glad that you kind of adjusted to all that and was still able to stay busy. Um, I know the work hours were probably intense for you guys. Very. It was, it was weird as a chef, you know, you go to being constantly on your feet, you know, never really getting a chance to do any of like this back end computer work. And then you're basically thrust into like this admin work from home scenario. And to be quite honest, like I hated it. I hated <laughs> it. It's not, that's not my, that's not my calling. I was never meant to like sit behind a computer for hours on end. It's just not, it's not me. Right. So let's talk about you and your background. What made you decide to become a chef and how did you get your start in that industry? Um, interesting story enough. I was actually a junior in college. I was a biology major oh. and I couldn't pass organic chemistry. I don't know if I couldn't pass or if I just didn't want to pass, but I was over it. I took it twice. I still didn't like it. I and I was like, you know what? I'm over it. Like, I enjoy cooking. I've worked in, I worked in restaurants my whole life up until that point. I started in restaurants when I was 14 years old. Um, and that's how I worked my way through college. So for me, it just seemed natural that I kind of went back to the restaurant industry. It's kind of all I had known. But um, cooking is what makes me happy. When I'm having a bad day, I want to cook. When I'm having a good day, I also want to cook. Um, it's just something that I enjoy doing. And there's really, there's nothing else that I found that kind of makes me feel that same way. That's great. Cause when I'm having a bad day, I don't want to cook. <laughs> I just want to order takeout and have the professionals cook for me. I wish I could have you in my kitchen. Right. Yeah. So, um, so I, I hear that you have a hot sauce line that you launched during the pandemic. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that side of your, um, your career. What made you decide to leave the restaurant world and get into launching a hot sauce line? I decided to launch my own company right around May. So we were, you know, a month or two into the shutdown. We had no real possibility about when it was going to end. Um, and I had already started taking, uh, one-off parties for like Airbnbs or people visiting that started pretty early on in the pandemic shutdown because people were still coming to Vegas and they just didn't know that you couldn't sit, you know, seven or eight people at a table. So then when they got here and it was kind of like this, uh-oh moment, like, what do we do? There was this increase of people wanting chefs to come to them and cook for them. Um, so that's how the whole company got started. My parent company is a Chef's Life LLC that houses um, caterings. I do small caterings and then I do like private events for small groups. I typically stay between 10 and 15. Um, the hot sauce kind of came about because I was already paying for a lot of these permits 
And hot sauce had been something that I had wanted to get into ever since I lived in Puerto Rico. I started this first sauce then, um, and I've made a few changes here and there, a couple of things, you know, just to satisfy the health department with the process. Um, But the concept of my first sauce was kind of born in Puerto Rico. Wow. So when did you live in Puerto Rico and what, what brought you out there? Um, another interesting story. I was actually (laughs) on our online alumni, I guess it's like a portal for the Culinary Institute of America. And it was like our summer break. I was at home and I was like, what am I going to do when I graduate? Like, where am I going to go? And I was looking at places in Florida because it was kind of near my family. Um, and they weren't paying that well, you know, they're paying, you know, 12 and $14 an hour after you just graduate and you have these student loans. And it was just very overwhelming to me. And I came across this ad for an alumni that had a restaurant in Puerto Rico and she was offering to pay about the same thing. Um, the catch for that was that she was providing housing. Wow. So I was like, okay, you know, I can go down there and make 12, 13, $14 an hour, but she's going to pay for me to live somewhere. Like I get somewhere free to stay. And that to me was, you know, life-changing, especially when you're getting out of college, you have this debt, you're not sure how anything's really going to work out. And you're like, okay, that's one less bill that I have to worry about. So I bought a one-way ticket, (laughs) (laughs) which seems crazy now, but at the time, like it just seemed like, you know, the next step in the road for me. Um, but I bought a one-way ticket. It was supposed to be a nine and a half month contract where I would go down there, work for a season, and then I could either stay or leave. And I ended up doing four and a half seasons. So I ended up really loving it. And ah, it's a huge part of my culinary career. Wow. So you went out there not having any friends, not knowing anyone moving in with a complete stranger and then stayed for, wow, that long of a time. And then what made you decide to leave eventually? Um, a couple of things. Um, I had an uncle that was pretty sick at the time, and we knew that maybe his time was not going to be something that we could count on for much longer. And during one of the off seasons, I would typically go home to visit my family during like this two months that we closed the restaurant for hurricane season. Um, I went home probably the th- after the third year, I think it's, I don't know after the third year, I think. Um, and I ended up meeting my future husband. <laughs> so we dated long distance for the for one year, um, he's military, so he was also going to be out of the country for most of that. We dated long distance. And then I tried to go back for one more year, and it just, I woke up one morning and I was like, I need to be closer to home. So that's where that went. Wow. That's an, <laughs> you, you're full of great, interesting stories, but I mean, it's awesome because, you know, uh, people don't know a lot about your background. They just see that you're launching this, you know, hot sauce line. Um, they know that you're a private chef, but they don't know how it all ties in and, you know, how it all got here. Yeah, very cool. So now with your hot sauce line, I know you have, um, you launched a second flavor recently. 
Yes. Um, so the first flavor is online on our website now. Um, that's a passion fruit habanero flavor profile. Wow. The second, it's pretty hot. It has a little bit of sweet heat. The first, on the first like bite, you're going to get some sweet on the front of the palate. Then the heat's kind of going to build. It's going to be a little bit intense. And then there's a tiny bit of sweetness at the back end that kind of finishes it off. Um, it's definitely a hotter sauce than, you know, your middle of the road mild. Um, the second flavor, however, um, it's in works now. We're in the labeling and permitting process for it. So it's not online yet. Um, but the recipe is done and that's really the hardest part. But the second flavor is going to be jalapeno, tomatillo, and apple. Um, wow. Most combo. of this, this one is going to be a more mild flavor. A lot of people had really good feedback about the first flavor and they're like, it's just too hot. Like, it's just <laughs> too hot for me. Um, so the second flavor, I really wanted to concentrate on having a mild flavor for the line overall. Okay. And that one comes through really well with the jalapeno. Jalapeno is not like an overwhelmingly hot flavor, especially once it cooks down a little bit. Um, and then the tomatillo and the apple kind of play off on a little bit of the sweetness for that. Nice. It sounds sweet. Um, interesting combo. I, I have yet to try it. I, I do love spicy food. I just can't handle too spicy. I will definitely have to purchase your first, um, flavor for my brother. Cause he loves spice, anything hot. If he can sweat while he's eating and enjoy it, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely going to love the first flavor. Oh yeah, for sure. When I, when I was talking to you about it, um, you know, offline, I was like, I've got to get this for my brother. Cause he just loves hot, hot, spicy food. So yes, I'll definitely th um, purchase that soon. Um, so do you have plans to launch another, a third flavor after your second one? Yes. Um, lofty goals that I set last year were to launch five oh. for 2021. Um, I really had a hard time getting some of the permitting done for the first flavor in 2020 due to COVID and the health department being just so backed up and kind of, you know, working right. with shorter amounts of people. So my goal for 2021 is to have five launched this year. The first one is out. The second one is underway. I'm about to start recipe development for the third one. Okay. Um, I have kind of a flavor profile that I'm working on for that one. I want it to be um, like a Thai chili and peach oh. flavor. The peach is kind of indicative of Georgia where I grew up. Okay. So each of the flavors kind of has, you know, a little bit of me in it or places I've been, you know, places that I've cooked. So that's the third flavor. And then the fourth and fifth one, I am kind of up in the air about, I'm just going to play it by ear and see what comes to mind. That's really cool. So each flavor that goes into my next question is um, each flavor is kind of inspired by your like travel around the world and, you know, your career. So what, what does inspire you? to come up with all of these flavors? Is it just you want people to have a little bit of a piece of where you've been in your life? <laughs> I think so. I mean, I know a lot of people 
aren't going, a lot of people are going to visit some of the same places that I do, or maybe some people are like, I may never go there. So for me, it's about being able to share where I've been and what I've learned through food. Um, And that's really relevant with my hot sauces. Obviously the first flavor is it screams Puerto Rico. Um, The second one to me, it's kind of a Nevada feel. Tomatillos are pretty popular here. Um, I know the green chilies are pretty popular here. I didn't go, you know, that exact route. But for me, it's kind of the flavor that is me now. Um, And then the Thai chili and peach will definitely be, I'm thinking like a really intense heat, but at the back end, I want it to be very, very sweet. So that's going to really speak about, you know, where I grew up and my time living in Georgia. That's awesome. Very cool. So I know you have plans to do at least five sauces for 2021. Um, Those are really, really high goals for you being as busy as you are because, you know, you're a personal chef. Um, You know, you're also doing private events and having to wait for all this permitting and the labeling, like, you know, coming up with the creative um, ideas of the labeling and, and whatnot. After you do launch your five sauces, I mean, what are your future plans? What would you like your future plans for Saucy to be? Um, for Saucy in particular, I have a barbecue sauce line in my head. It's okay. still in pre-planning phases. I don't really have, I don't really have any details on it other than it's a goal and I'll get it there someday. Um, I would also like to do, how do I, how do I verbalize? I would like to do sauces that you can either pick up from me or a store locally, you know, stuff that's not going to be shelf stable, but sauces that you can really pick up and take home and kind of elevate your own meals, you know, kind of like a take home chef sauce. (laughs) So I have a couple of ideas for that. I want to do like, you know, a mushroom cream sauce or a cilantro chutney, just things that you can kind of take home Mm -hmm. that will elevate whatever meal you are already attempting to make that day. That would definitely make my meal so much easier to make. (laughs) I can't wait for that to come out. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Right. So um, who helps you with all of the creative side, like your, the the branding, you know, the, I've seen, you know, I follow your Instagram handle. Um, For those of you tuning in and the viewers out there, it's her Instagram handle is saucy.lv. I've seen some of the stuff that you come up with. Do you have a team that helps you or is it just all you? Um, So I have a team of two ladies. One is contract. So she does all of my labeling. Um, She also came up with like the branding and the marketing and the color scheme for the hot sauce line. Um, Well, saucy in general, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I have a virtual assistant. She has been a godsend. She's been on my team for, I think May will be the third month. She handles a lot of my social media. She's um, trying to contract out like t-shirts and she actually designed my Shopify, which was Wow. Um, So she is phenomenal. I cannot say enough about these two ladies. Um, They've been a huge help with T 
taking my vision and kind of moving it to the next level. Right. That's awesome. I've been hearing a lot of people hiring virtual assistants. Um, yeah, I, because I do a lot of my own content and it's only because I do have a college kid who's, you know, into digital arts and media. So she gives me her feedback, but with a full-time job, it is a lot of work. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's a nice. Lot. You, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't take it all on, on my own. Um, my assistant has been a huge part of moving this forward at a much mm-hmm. quicker pace than I would have yeah. been able to do it on my own. Well, I mean, I, I listened to your story and the time frame of when you started to start, you know, launch this whole business idea and just getting through all the permitting and everything else. And I'm seeing you come up with a second flavor. And I'm, I was thinking like, wow, like she's either really great at the administrative side, which you also said in the beginning that you don't like it, um, or she's got a great team behind her. So that's awesome. I'm glad that you have that support because it helps you as a creative focus on what you want to focus on, which is the product. That was two things that I really said to them when I was looking for somebody to bring on Um, with Courtney, when Mm -hmm. she's my branding strategist, when I went to her, I was like, I can do computer stuff, but I don't want to. I don't want to be on every email with the health department about font size on labels. Like, that's just not my thing. I want to tell you what I want the label to look like. And I want you to run with it creatively. And I want you to be able to kind of help field some of these like ministerial tasks about font size and, you know, saying that's not my thing. And I had the same conversation with Linda, my virtual assistant. I was like, I need somebody who can answer an email about a font size on a t-shirt. Like I know what I want the t-shirts to look like when we move into aprons and, you know, maybe we do some spoons or something. I don't know yet what that looks like, but I don't want to be the design person behind that. Yeah. Um, I want to kind of give you a broad vision. And if that's what she does, great. I want her to run with it. I don't want to do that. I want to create food. Right. You want to focus on what you're passionate about. Correct. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, that's, that's, I think key because a lot of creatives do have great ideas. And then when they start to launch it, they realize, oh my gosh, there's so much more on the back end to get this right. out there. And it's nice that you, you realize that and delegate to the right people. Um, and that you, I'm sure you guys mesh well with each other and the chemistry is great. So that's great. Um, I do have an, a couple of other questions before I do let you go. I, you know, this podcast is about people who in business and entertainment and, uh, you know, in hospitality that I know on a personal level who have kind of ventured off. I, and people, I get a lot of good feedback about, everyone I interview and everyone's going, Oh my gosh, like I never would have known, you know, that about that person. But if there's somebody out there who is interested in starting or launching um, a product line, whether it's food or, you know, just a t-shirt line, like, especially during the COVID, um, what bit of advice would you give them? Do your research. That's the biggest thing. Um, And I had my heart kind of set on a hot sauce line before I even did any research. You know, I was bound and determined to make this happen. But if I could go back and do it over, I would do more research. Follow these brands on social media. See what they're doing. Chat with them. There's a lot of people who are out there that are willing to give you any information. Um, if there's anybody out there that wants to do, you know, any type of food brand product that they're launching, 
send me an email, shoot me a DM. I am 100% an open book because there are so many struggles that I went through Mm -hmm. in the early planning phases that you don't have to go through. Like that was my own fault for not knowing what I was doing. But now that I do know, like I want to help other people kind of get over those first couple of missteps that I made. Um, it'll, it just makes the process a lot quicker. Um, so yeah, follow brands on social media, see what they're doing, see if they'll answer your DMs. I'm in a couple of Facebook groups for brands that have, it's mostly food products, but it's consumer purchased goods. There's a lot of information in there and I've networked with a lot of them. Some of them have bought my products and I've bought a couple of products from that group too, just Mm. because they're that interesting. That's great. I mean, you're right. Um, I do follow a lot of people on social media and I got into it during the shutdown a little bit more just because of me wanting to launch this podcast as well. And um, it's funny how you and I met at, uh, you know, a charcuterie class, but I'm sitting there talking. And when uh, our mutual friend Jane goes, oh, so Amy's launching a hot sauce line. And I was like, you are like, I would love to have you on the podcast. And you were just like, Oh, I've been looking for a podcast to get right. on. So um, I think collaborating with a lot of people is is key right now. And it's funny because you think that most people don't want to collaborate with you or share ideas, but they actually really do. I'm really surprised at how many creatives are out there looking to collaborate with everyone. I've had really good feedback. Yeah. There are very few people that I've reached out to and, you know, ask questions and they'll be like, I just don't really want to talk about it, you know, and they say it in a much nicer way, but there are some people that don't want to share their ideas with you and that's okay. But for every one person that's like, I don't really want to talk to you about what I'm doing. There are a hundred more out there that will be like, yeah, I would love to tell you what I'm doing because they're so excited about it and they just want to share it with people. That's so true. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad that, um, you've got everything launched and it's working well for you and you're willing to give people advice on starting business. Cause there are a lot of people, especially right now, as we're coming out of this pandemic who are thinking like, well, maybe I should just do what I'm passionate about and launch, you know, a product line or you know, something, start my own business. So thanks for sharing that. Um, I do have one last question. So before I do let you go, is there a daily affirmation or a quote that you like to start your day off with? Um, I wouldn't really say that I start my day off with any normal quote. Um, I start my day off with a huge cup of coffee, which <laughs> is 100% necessary. Um, in that In that little bit of coffee, I try to FaceTime with some family just to kind of, um, my husband and I live out here with our kids, but my side of the family is still on the East Coast. So okay. I FaceTime with them in the morning, check in, see what they're doing. Um, and then... If I have time, I like to do a little meditation in the morning. Um, But one quote that kind of resonates with me, it's all over Instagram all of the time. And I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's like, do what you're going to do and make moves in silence. You know, you don't need people clapping for you every step of the way. Make your moves in silence and kind of clap for yourself. And that's really something that resonates with me. I don't need you know, everybody's approval of what I'm doing. It's crazy. Starting a business in the middle of a pandemic is crazy, but that speaks to me. That's kind of who I am. You know, I'm that person that buys a one-way ticket to somewhere I've never been (laughs) to live with people that I don't know. 
Right. That's who I am. So for me, I just, I like to make moves in silence and when everybody else sees them, then they can clap. But for me, it's right. really just about feeding my own passion to do things the way that I want to do it. That's great. I mean, that's so true. I, but there are a lot of people who look for that acceptance and approval from everyone and everything they do that they're doing. And sometimes you just got to do it and who cares what people think. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited for you. Um, like I said, I am going to look into buying the, your first hot sauce um, flavor. I am going to purchase that, but probably not for myself because I don't know if I can handle the heat, but my brother for sure. And I'm looking forward to the second one. Um, I hope everything goes smoothly with that. So with the, with the viewers out there and the listeners, um, what are, what is your email address? What is your website? Like, where can they find you on Shopify? Um, our website is going to be a chef's life, LLC.com. Um, you can find that link on both of my social media. So, uh, the hot sauce line is at saucy.lv and my personal chef Instagram is going to be at a chef's life dot LV. Um, and email is a chef's life LV at gmail.com. Any of those are acceptable. We're also on Facebook, a chef's life LLC. Um, so yeah, but the Shopify will be linked to the actual website. So that website will get you there. Nice. Well, thank you so much for sharing um, your story and your products with us. Um, I'm excited to catch up with you maybe six months down the line just to see if you've got all five of your sauces um, launched and what the next step is. So I'm waiting for that, the food sauce line, because I would love to just, you know, cook some, like grill some chicken and add some sauce to it and my dinner's done. So yes. definitely yes. looking forward to that. Coming soon for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Amy, for joining us today. Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend and don't work too hard. <laughs> I see you're busy. You're a busy person. Um, I love that you're getting out there. I've been following your Instagram um, feed and I like it. I'm excited to see what's next. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on today. Absolutely. All right. Stay in touch. Have a good day. Bye, Amy. Will do. Bye.